What's going on, family? What's going on? What's going down? What's shaking? Welcome to another episode of Jonathan Soul. Family, I got a fantastic guest in the building. Somebody not only who is a phenomenal tattoo artist, but he's also parlayed that creativity into an epic comic series called Day Black, uh, the vampire uh, series that I have talked about multiple times on my channels. Ladies and gentlemen, Keith Cross. How you doing, brother? Hey, how you doing, man? Thanks for having me again. Man, I'm doing the best I can up underneath this quarantine, man. I mean, I can't I can't really complain. How you doing, man? How you doing? I'm holding up, man. Um, just trying to make the most out of this time. Like I said, do the time, don't let the time do you. Right, right, right. Quarantine. I can do that stand on my head. You know what I mean? Going back to the old jail movies, man, you know. Man, which what movies you been watching? Man, I'm really on the series. Like I'm watching um uh, of course, I'm watching uh, Top Boy on Netflix. That's my show. Okay. Um, I just got on Fargo. Just finished Snowfall, Westworld. It is so much, man. Um, Westworld is that is that like that? You know what I mean? I looked at it like, hey, is it really like that? I mean, is it is uh, it heavy? I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to get into it, like just because everybody keeps telling me how good it is. Right. It, it gets harder and harder to go back to it because okay. it's so dense. Okay. But uh, there's it, so many choices, man. It's like Chinese uh, menus. So many choices. It's you hard got to pick. Jeffrey Wright, who's just an incredible actor. And, of course, Anthony Hopkins. I mean, I don't know how much screen time they get, but, I mean, those two guys are just incredible. So. Right. Another reason. Um, Jeffrey Wright is another big reason why I'm checking it out. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm trying to hang in there. So, um, as I was saying off mic, you know, I, I always try to look at folks' Instagram and social media before I go on the program, you know, just to bring to light anything that's happening. I mean, when I, if I'm asking how you doing, the first thing I look at is that post you got about the kidney. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Um, well, actually, uh, a couple years ago, I got diagnosed with kidney failure. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, yeah, just too much good living. You know what I'm saying? So it finally caught up with me. And I had to put my life on hold pretty much. I had to start going to dialysis three times a week, wow. which really, yeah, which really cut into my uh, livelihood, which was tattooing. So eventually I had to give that up. Mm. And coincidentally, around the same time, I got dropped by my publishing company. Um, so wow. at that time, it was a lot of, um, you know, self-doubt, a lot of uh, soul searching and just... With everything happening at once, you know, it was it was it was a pretty rough time for me, man. But um, I got through it, you know. Um, I took it and turned it into motivation. So you was um, at the I bottom it, in a way. Yeah, most definitely. But wow. you know, okay, it's not something that I really put out there. You know right. what I'm saying? Because you know, you know, you want to keep some things. Of course. Like even today, nobody probably even knew that I was even had kidney failure. You know, okay. but I just felt. I had to shout out my guy, Justin Jordan, that is donating my kidney. I just had to beautiful. give him props in front of the world, man, to just let him know how grateful I was. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, my pop, the one thing my pop told me that I always held was he said, when you hit the bottom, there's nowhere to go but up. Exactly. It's like almost a relief. You know? Yeah. Like how much lower can I go? Yep. 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 And it's, <laughs> and it's not, it's, it's, I, everybody has their own bottom. I've had my bottom uh, a couple times and it's not as scary once you're at the bottom of the well. It's like, okay, all right, I'm not dead. You know what I mean? I can, I can find a way. And, and then when exactly. you come out, you got a, you got a hell of a fucking story to tell, man. 
You know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. So that's beautiful, man. Congratulations, man. And, uh, you know, the world needs Keith Cross, you know what I mean? And all the energy that you bring, brother. So, so how's your family holding up under this vibration? Um, everybody's really excited, man. Um, we just excited and anxious to get back to our lives, man. You know, to just not have the me leaving for three hours, you know, but other than that, uh, the quarantine has really been a blessing, you know, um, you know, luckily I'm in a position like my wife's a teacher, so we still, you know, we still pretty much okay, but I know a lot of people are out there aren't, you know what I'm saying? So I'm so grateful that, um, I'm kind of weathering it over here, but, um, yeah, you know, I have a two year old man, so, and he's going through his terrible twos, which is (laughs) putting, (laughs) it's taxing, man, like being in this house. But, you know, I love him, but it's it's, it's not easy, man. Homeschooling is definitely a challenge. Yeah. Definitely a uh, When a two-year-old runs, they, they, they determined, they focused. When a two-year-old oh, gets man. up and moves, man, it is, they is focused. So, oh, man. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so of course, um, you know, this is the second time you've been on the program. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the first time I recorded you, I... I I remember this one statement that you made. I asked you, hey, you know, I'm talking to different, you know, comic book creators. And I asked everybody, do you ever see your property as a film? And you said, all my comics are storyboards. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about that and then where we are now with Day Black? Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I went to I attended the Columbus College of Art and Design. And when I initially got there, I majored in film because oh. I just didn't want to go to art school and just do what I wanted to. I, I didn't want to just do what I knew I could do well. I wanted to try something new. OK, so that uh, those classes and that education kind of when I actually started to put Day Black together, it was those uh, storyboarding classes and screenwriting and everything like that, that made me kind of approach writing and drawing day black as you would setting up shots for a film or, you know, um, so, and like you said, like today, that's why graphic novels are just the thing because they already made storyboards. It's like no guesswork, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I, I already knew when I sat down to do day black, I immediately knew it was going to be, our, our, the plan was always to make it a film because that's just, the way it goes. And I'm not the type of person that wants to be hunched over a table drawing when I'm 60, 70 years old, you know what I'm saying? So it's that, uh, you know, I think talent, I think talent is not a endless reservoir. Like I feel like it is, it does have limits and it does dwindle the older you get. So I just want to make sure that I maximize it while it's potent, you know? Okay. Okay. Now when I go to day black, uh, the YouTube channel, um, there is like a short that was made back, you know, a few years ago. Uh, tell me yeah. about that. Yeah, that's that's the short that was directed by my donor, Justin Jordan. That's where wow. we met. Okay. okay. Like I, yeah, so it's like I felt like if I never made Day Black, I never would have met him. I ne- you know, so it's just funny how things work out like that. So Murph saved your life, basically, what you're telling me. Basically, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <And> that's something. <laughs> Yeah. In a meta yeah, man, in a metaphysical sort of way, it's like I'm gonna reach through the through the through the uh yeah, the envelope. Because, yeah. Yeah, and it's crazy because when I um when I now when when I told my friends and family about my kidney, you know, not nobody stepped up but Justin did 
and he ended up being a perfect match, which was just crazy. Like, I didn't have to go through, oh, this person tried. He stepped up first time. That was it. I was like, man, what? You know what I'm saying? So That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now, now that piece that uh, Justin uh, directed, that was a live-action film. Uh, yeah. There's a brother uh, in Atlanta, uh, Durante uh, Avaloy. He uh, he's working yeah. on an animated uh, project for you, right? He is uh, with Avaloy Studios, um, black-owned animation studio in Atlanta. Shout out to Durante, and um, he he got uh, I think his company they got some funding through Boom Tune or Tune Boom. I'm sorry. Yeah. And they gave them the free reign to pick up some IPs from some creators that they like, and he uh, approached me with it, and I said, hell yeah, you know what I'm saying? Let's do it. <laughs> So, um, yeah, man. So it's been great, man. It's just, uh, just kind of sitting back and, you know, it, it was hard at first to let other artists, me being an artist to take other artists' vision right. with what I did, just trying to go with it. But, you know, it wasn't really my realm. So I just thought I would just sit back and let him, um, do what he did. And I wasn't disappointed so far. Everything's looking good. And, um, you know, it's a process, so I'm just still sitting back, creating on my end with the next issues of Day Black while I patiently wait on. It's like waiting on a baby, man, just waiting on it to uh, come out, you know? Wow, wow, wow. So, so yeah, man, and I'm I'm kind of enjoying the, the process, I guess, from the sidelines, just watching, you know, uh, talking to different people and they're saying this is this is what I'm working on, and then a few years later, you see it to manifest. I mean, that's that's pretty yeah. heavy. Now, on yeah, my it's like. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say just like they people say it's not a over and it's never over, an overnight thing. You know, it's always a process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now uh, speaking of process, of course, I got uh, the three issues of Day Black on my desk. Uh, the first one, I guess, is one through was it one through four or something, and then the other one, and then I got issue number seven. Are you gonna mm -hmm. uh, compile these all into like a volume one type deal? Well, um, right now I'm working on. Well, the issue seven that you have, volume three, which is what I'm working on now, issue seven is going to be included in that. So volume one is one through three. Volume two is four through six. And then okay. you have seven. Uh -huh. So the next and the final volume is going to be volume three. Okay. okay. And after that, I have another story that I'm, I'm, I'm just itching to get to. So I have to just finish this, uh, conclude this story, and I'm just trying to jump on to the next one. So another story about uh, Merce or a different character altogether? totally different character wow okay 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 because you got to understand man, i've been doing merch for like oh man like maybe 15 years now so you know um i can only draw a fedora hat so many times you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> i can only draw a dude smoking looking cool in a fedora so many times you know it's time to move on but i'm you know but but really and i know it sounds cliche but I have had times where I wanted to just stop and jump on to another story. But it's the fans, man, that it's the people that come up to me. It's the people like you that, you know, that let me know that they are interested in what's next. And that's what drives me to finish the story because I'm short attention span. I'm like, all right, they get the gist of what I was trying to do. Let me do this. But then I, I have to finish it. You know, I got to finish what I started. So thank you for that. It's always motivation. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Now, are you going to give us any any hints as what you're working on next, or we got to wait on that? Well, I can say that um, it's going to be it is going to be tied in the day black, as in there's a comic book that I'm going that I'm going to um, introduce in volume three that Merce reads, okay. and it's going to be 
basically a spinoff of this comic book that he reads. So the character in my new book is going to be from a book that he reads. So I don't know if you're familiar with Watchmen, the comic book Watchmen. Absolutely. I, I, I was talking about it today. Hood of Justice and all that bullshit they did. But go ahead. Yeah, right. So, and, and you know the, the story they had within the story of the guy. Yeah, the, the, black, the, the black freighter. Uh-huh. So it's going to be something along the lines of that. So I could still keep it connected. And, um, but I will say um, it involves samurais and mermaids. <laughs> that sounds wonderful, man. That sounds wonderful. Now you mentioned um, you. you mentioned that Watchmen. Did you see the movie? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, did you ever read the comic? I did. Like I read it right before the movie because I ain't never heard of it until the movie came out. Um, what did you right. think? What did you think about the? Uh, let me see what I want to ask. You. I want to ask you what did you think about. Um, oh gosh, what's his Adrian Veidt? What did you think about Ozymandias as a villain? I thought he was a pretty good villain. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just uh, I liked him because he was ri- of course he was rich. He was and he could he could beat you up. You know he he wasn't a punk, but he was extremely smart. Um, he, but he had that Thanos thing where he thinks he's a savior with like just killing a whole bunch of people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's just that it's just that those he's one of those type of villains where it depends on your outlook in life on how you view him. You know right, what I'm saying? Like, right, right. I don't you know, I don't feel like Thanos was right. But if I was that type of dude, I could feel him, you know, but I'm not, you know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's all subjective. But I liked him as, as, as overall. I liked him. You know, I didn't have a problem with him. And I really liked him in the, uh, the HBO series, too. I thought it was a good uh, continuation of his character. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that um, HBO series. How would you compare, say, Ozymandias in the Watchmen movie to Killmonger in the Black Panther movie? Are they mm. comparable in your mind? I think they are. Um, I think I think Ozymandias was probably a little more self-serving than okay. Killmonger. Okay. But I think they had the same. Uh, I think they had the. Uh, I, I don't know. It's like it's like I said. It's one of those things where they both kind of have a point, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's just when you when it comes down to killing innocent people, it's like you can't really get down with that right. either way, you know. Right. So you know, but I prefer. I mean, if I had to pick, of course, I'm gonna pick Killmonger because his his cause just hits closer to home for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm not and I'm not really convinced that he is a villain. You know, I just think he's just playing the cards he was dealt. You know. Yeah, I actually read an article where, a while where, back. Where, where Ozzy Medeiros, on the other hand, could do anything he wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know? So, Yeah. Yeah, I read an article a while back. Uh, they was interviewing um, Chadwick Boseman. He said that T'Challa mm-hmm. was the villain in the Black Panther movie. Yeah, yeah, I could see that because they they turned a blind eye to, to everything that was going on, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I asked you that, but I just I just thought because that was to not, uh, to not do to not do something is to do something. Not 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 making a choice is a choice, you know. True, true, true. Yeah, I just happened to uh, um, talk with a buddy of mine about the Watchmen series, which I didn't watch, and um, I guess I, what, we were caught up on the whole Hooded Justice character. So in the mm-hmm. comic, you know, he just seemed like, and they never showed his race or anything, but you know, you knew it was. A, Big old white guy, whatever. I don't know if he's Russian or something. He just, it's an old school white guy, you know. But we had a noose around his neck and rope around. See, to me, that's like a like a super Klansman type vibe. 
I'm from the South. You know what I mean? Right. So I wouldn't trust no guy right. coming at me like that. And then he told right. me, well, in the in the TV show, it's a black guy. I was I, I didn't want to say because I was at work, but I was like, what a mind fuck. Because you got a black guy oh. running around with a fucking noose on his neck. How do you justify that? Oh. In my opinion. Oh, man. <laughs> so you got you, you got any thoughts? You have to watch it, man. Oh yeah. You, if you watch that episode, it will be justified. And it's so badass, man, how they did it. Man, you need to look, man. I almost want to say, let's stop this interview and just go watch it right now. <laughs> let's go the whole thing. We'll pick this up later, man, because there's more important things. That- All right. <laughs> so what, what I'm gonna do, man, I might, I might check it out. I might check it out. I might check it out. Treat yourself, man. Treat yourself. All right, because I, I love I think I I watched it. I got the um the black fan the black um freighter comic like the motion comic, mm-hmm. which is better mm-hmm. to me. The motion comic is better than the movie, and uh, and I got it on my pad. So anyway, so moving along. So we we talked about you know obviously the the pieces that you're working on. You're bringing uh I guess uh you know day black to a close with the third volume, and then you're gonna spin off. Uh, I guess an in universe kind of character, you know, uh, off of that. Yes. With the whole quarantine thing and, and, and so forth being slowly being lifted, I mean, is the tattoo business, is that is that going to come back? I mean, are people getting that kind of work done now or are people still cautious? Uh, as far as I can see, people are, are doing it, man. People are calling me every day about coming to get a tattoo and I'm not doing anybody. Um, well, I mean, for me personally, I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to do anything to jeopardize my procedure. You know, I'm just like super cautious about it. Absolutely. But um, but as far as my friends and my colleagues, oh, they're out there getting it, man. You know, they're just wearing masks. I wouldn't do it personally, mm-hmm. but people got to eat. You know, everybody's not getting a stimulus check. Usually, you know, tattoo artists, we're self-employed. Mm-hmm. Some of us don't even pay taxes, so we don't expect to get assistance from the government. So I can definitely understand, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You know, everybody can't, you know, just sit back and wait on the check, you know. So I respect it. I'm just like, like I said, I'm just grateful that I don't have to make that choice. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, conspiracy theories aside, and I have a ton of them, it must be a difficult choice if you're one of these politicians to say, well, if I open up everything, then the medical people are telling me that the the infections is going to rise and people are going to die. But if I keep everything closed, people is is hurting economically you know um in my mind if i'm going to be sick i'd rather have sick leave than be unemployed you you know what i mean to me that's not a that's not as difficult i mean if you wear a mask and you keep a certain distance and you have the opportunity to work from home if your job allows it ain't nothing else you can do besides stay healthy i mean you know what i'm saying there's nothing else you can do Unless, right. you know, I mean, you have an opinion on that. You want the, you think the state should be continue to be cautious and keep things closed or you know, I know you're not a medical doctor, but just as a. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, it's just it, I, I'm just so glad I'm not in that position. But yeah. it's just like I was saying, man, like either you can die with the illness or you can die trying to survive. I don't know. I mean, it might not be that drastic, but. You know, when people don't got no food, you know, crime is going to go up. You know what I'm saying? You have yeah. to have an outlet for people to make yeah. money if you can't give everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, the, I mean, that's what they they got to figure it out. I mean, I, I definitely don't have the answer. I'm so glad it's not up to me. But 
it's like you damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. But but one thing I feel like is you can't really leave it up to people to make the right choice hmm. because you know I'm just in my hood. I'm in my neighborhood going to get groceries, and you know people are like not social distancing, no mask, you know. And then I'm thinking, all right, well maybe masks aren't available. Then I'm seeing masks are on the shelves, you know. You know, I'm saying people like asking, like, yo, why you don't have a mask on? And they're like, I don't know, you know, or it's in the car. And, you know, so, so everybody's not taking it serious. So mm. for those people, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say that, but I'm just saying, um, yeah, I mean, people look to the politicians for guidance, man. You know, and even if they guide it, some people are going to do what they want to do anyway. You know, the, the conspiracy theorists, you know, people think it's a hoax and people think it's created. And my thing is, even if that's true people are still dying either way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, either way, you know, no matter how we got here, it's here, yeah. you know? So, you know, I don't know, man, it sucks. I can't wait for this all to be over with. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, wake, it's like, it's just like living with a constant state of dread around you. You know what I'm saying? Which, which I'm not going to lie has helped my creative process. Really? But, um, yeah, yeah absolutely. A, a, a absolutely. state of dread has helped your creative process. Explain. Yeah, well, I mean, just just the uncertainty of it all makes. Are you like a Sith? Things are, you, are you a Sith? You, you tap into the dark side. Is that the? I'd be a great. I'd be a great Jedi. I'd be a great. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's just that it's just that sense of dread that that you know that you don't know what's going to happen. It kind of motivates you to get shit done. You I know what I'm saying? You. And I it just. You. It motivates me to just crank out, and and I have I haven't been as productive as I've been lately in a long time. Like wow. I've, I've been cranking shit out, and just so and and that, and and because of that, you know, I was doing individual issues before, but now I'm just gonna bang out the whole graphic novel. I'm just gonna release volume three as one graphic novel instead of doing individual issues. Excellent. Just because I have that much, I have that much in the can, and it's just like coming out, so I might as well just do it in one whop, just get it over with, you know. Oh, that's so I can jump on. Okay. Yeah, man. I still want all of these books I got to be in like in one, just for the form factor. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I yeah, got you. yeah, just just. Who knows? Well, um, yeah. Who knows, man? I'm trying to get. Uh, I'm working on a project now where um, for volume three, I'm trying to get a lot of my because you know I do the comic world, but I'm also pretty heavily steeped in the uh fine art world here in mm -hmm. atlanta too like um so i'm doing i do a lot of art shows and galleries and stuff like that so i'm trying to bridge that world of my fine artist buddies along with my comic buddies mm -hmm. and just try to get some uh variant covers of day black done by some really dope painters you know what i'm saying okay, just to you know okay. open, just open up the playing field a little bit and expose them to new people and vice versa you know that's beautiful now as your your fine art when i think it's I was looking at some pieces a while ago um, uh, on KeithCross.com. Can you still buy those large, you know, like pulled canvas prints? Can you still buy that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can still buy them. You should be able to. I haven't been on that site in a while. I have so much old stuff on there. I'm actually in the process of updating it. I have a slew of um, new Day Black prints that are going to be coming out uh, if, if hopefully next month. So um definitely look out for that is that the site to go to or someplace else to get the new stuff no you're gonna go yeah you're gonna want to go to uh dayblackcomic.com for those dayblackcom okay okay and ladies and gentlemen just to let you know keith has this incredible i call it a reggae dream state type style and i, I don't know why <laughs> it's reggae but 
that's the vibe I get because you do a lot of lions and it's a lot of a wispy kinds of things. And then I love what you do with fonts uh, at times with these. Uh, there's this one um, scene where um, I don't know if it's like one of in a series of dreams, but the font is unreadable at first. But when you look at it, right. it says, get this fucking gator off me. I was like, that's so dope. <laughs> So, where does that come from? Just, uh, well, for that particular scene, it was just because he was having a dream. So I wanted the words to be like, you know, like a dream, you know, like sometimes in a dream, things aren't clear and, you mm-hmm. know, kind of muffled. Or, you know, I was, so I was just trying to, you know, because messing with type, that's a whole other art form in itself. Absolutely. You know, and I'm nowhere... Yeah, I'm nowhere near on that level, but but I try to play with it as much as I can. And that was just a way for me to do it, you know, just just to try to make it as trippy as possible. You know, um, font and, and typefaces is, is is kind of a thing with me too. And um, the thing I loved about Black Panther is it's the first um, film with a black theme of black cast where they gave a damn about type. Like I've seen oh, yeah. a lot of black films and the fonts oh, yeah. is just plain. Just, they just put it up there fucking times Roman or something. It's just nothing. But with, with, with yeah. Panther, not only was the, the, just the regular movie type decent, but the young lady, uh, I think her name was bleacher or something, Hannah bleacher, something like that. She actually took a old, like, uh, like a Nigerian script and came up with like her yeah. own alphabet and shit for that. I was like, oh yeah. my God. Oh, yeah, they were not God. playing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with you, do you ever see like releasing like a sketchbook or anything like that with some some drawings or something, you know, related to this uh with this uh this uh Day Black project? Yeah, uh well, like I said, I'm sitting on so many drawings now. Um I was really considering doing a book, but Right now, I just want to pour everything I do into this final volume and any sketches I have. See, that's the thing about sketches, man. Like, artists, we look at our stuff and we're not impressed. We're like, oh, this is crap. This is crap. Somebody else looks through it and it's like, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? So yep. I might have to find somebody that goes through my all my sketchbooks and with fresh eyes to see something that I might not see. Okay, okay. But I'm definitely down for it, man. Yeah, you know, people can check out the process if they're interested. But, um... If I do a Kickstarter, which I may do to do volume three, if I haven't, um, because I'm self-publishing right now, so if I haven't gotten with another publishing company by then, I will be um, doing a Kickstarter. And if I do that, uh, a sketchbook will definitely probably be a a reward. Oh, excellent. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. So look, brother, I'm not going to keep you, man. I want to wrap it up. Any word for artists during this quarantine period, maybe for those who aren't working at this particular moment or maybe feeling that, you know, that kind of uh, hovering field of dread. Any any words of advice? Yeah, uh, well, um, for me, I like to use everything going around me as going on around me as inspiration. Use it. Uh, use this time to create. Use the um, the vibe of the world right now of your family or your friends or people that you see going through it. Use that. Put it into the art, man, because you know, it's just going to make it that much more authentic when you look back on it. You know, that's what I would always say. Just use everything that's going on, soak it up, put it on that canvas, man. Put it on that page. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. If people want to uh, purchase Day Black uh, or purchase some of your artwork, how do they do it? The best way 
um because there are a few ways if you, you could always go to amazon please don't go to amazon because you know we don't get that it's usually like used copies but if you want a crispy signed copy with maybe even some goodies thrown in there with it just go to dayblackcomic.com okay okay and i and i got i got i went to amazon y'all and uh it, the book i got was used so it's still day black but uh it's you know. all, but, but in the end it's all good i i, I ain't mad I, I just want people to read it yeah, 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 yeah. No, trust me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there and get the new joints, and hopefully, I can get some signed copies. Right? I can get some signed copies. Absolutely, my man, my man. And if they want to follow you on social media, how do we do that? Yeah, uh, social media. Everything is Keith Cross, K E E F C R O S S, and on Instagram, it is Keith Cross. Also, Day Black Comic at Day Black Comic. Fantastic, fantastic, brother. It's been an honor to have you on the program. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me again. Anytime.